Welcome to episode 214 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about one key thing you are probably missing in your Bible study. Let's dive in. One of the things I love to talk about is how to study the Bible. And if you ever heard me talk about studying the Bible, you've heard this concept. But my guess is, is that for most people, this is probably the biggest thing that they are missing in their Bible study. And it's the idea of context. It has been said that you can learn more about a Bible passage from its context than even the words within the passage. And whether or not that's actually true, I don't know. But context is really, really important. In fact, it's been said that if you're going to go purchase a house, there are three key things that determine the price of a house. And of course, you know what they are. It's location, location, location. And in a similar sense, the same thing can be said about Bible study, that as you come to Bible study, there's really three key things that really help you determine the meaning of a text, which is its context, context, and its, oh yeah, context. (laughs) Now, you and I talk about context, or we use context all the time in our language. Uh, One of my favorite examples of this is if I come up to you and I say, I'm green. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, there's actually a lot of options. Uh, For example, I could be the color green, or maybe I'm envious, or I'm sick, or an alien, or environmental, or perhaps I'm wealthy, or a gardener, like a green thumb, or I'm a newbie, like a greenhorn. Perhaps I'm Irish, or maybe that's even my name, Mr. Green. So how would you know which of those I mean? Well, you would know that based on the context of which I'm using that sentence. So if I came up to you and I said, oh, This morning, I did not feel good. I'm green. Well, you would immediately conclude that I must be sick, right? Well, it's based on that idea of context. Well, the same thing's true about when we study the Bible, every word has a context and it's the sentence it sits in. And of course, every sentence has a context, which is the paragraph it's in. And and as you continually go out further and further, Paragraphs sit in chapters, chapters sit in sections, sections sit in books, and even the books sit within a New or an Old Testament. And so as we are studying the Bible, we need to remember that context is really, really important. Well, I've been finishing up my book on saturation Bible study, and one of the things that I've been doing is kind of bringing some of this context stuff kind of into a finer point or just a better way of clarifying or talking about this idea of context. Well, one of the things I did is I pulled out some of my old notes of some of my all-time favorite Bible verses taken out of context. In other words, when you look at a scripture and it's not in the context, well, you can really make it say whatever you want it to say. Maybe the most classic example is in Philippians chapter 4, where, you know, and of course, this is the athlete's favorite verse. It's on, you know, the shoes, it's on the jerseys, but it's the, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And yet, when you look at the context of that particular verse, oddly, or maybe strangely enough, the context of that verse is actually money. (laughs) Go look it up. So we got to remember that when we are studying or when we're quoting a verse, that it's important not just to rip it out of its context, 
we need to see the verse in light of what is happening around it. And that's really the essence of context. Now, over the next several episodes, I'm going to be talking about seven different contexts that you need to keep in mind as you're studying the Bible. But for at least a basic definition for right now, we just need to remember that context is the material that surrounds whatever it is that we're studying. So if I'm looking at Ephesians chapter three, so the context of Ephesians chapter three would be Ephesians chapters two and chapter four. It's the stuff that surrounds it. I was at a conference some years ago and a good friend of mine was just kind of joking, but he was looking at Matthew chapter 17, which is that great scene where Jesus goes up and is transfigured before Peter, James, and John. And in verse eight of Matthew chapter 17, they're coming down from the mountain. And this is what it says in Matthew chapter 17, verse nine. Now, as they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them saying, tell the vision to no one until the son of man is risen from the dead. And my good friend just kind of laughed and said, I know a lot of you are disobeying that direct command of Jesus. In fact, it's in the red letters because Jesus says television to no one. And yet most of you are going to go home from this conference, turn on your television and watch some show. He goes, and yet Jesus clearly says television for no one. (laughs) Is that what that verse means? No, of course not. It has nothing to do with the television. And yet you can make it say whatever you want it to say when you don't see it in context. Well, as I've been, again, working on this book on saturation, Bible study and finishing it up, I was going through some of my old archives, just some of my favorite verses taken out of context. And I just thought it'd be fun to read you a few of these of what you can do when you don't properly see a verse in its context. So here's just a few of them. And of course, if you want to read all the ones I have in the collection, you'll have to, I guess, read the book when it comes out. (laughs) But here's a few of my favorites. The single woman's all-time favorite Bible verse. If any man shall come after me, let him. (laughs) You don't even have to finish the verse. Just stop right there. That's so good. Here's the favorite verse of people who are not mourning people. And it's from Proverbs 27, verse 14. The ESV says it this way, whoever blesses his neighbor with a loud voice rising early in the morning will be counted as cursing. (laughs) That's so good. Uh, Or here's a great verse if you're just frustrated with singleness. In the King James Song of Songs, chapter two, verse five says this, I am sick of love. (laughs) Aren't those good? I was talking to a good friend of mine, Dan McConaughey, And he said, oh, when I was young, my dad had this great story, which combined a whole bunch of different verses in scripture, just totally out of order. And he went tracking it down and he found it. So I want to read this to you. I thought this was so delightful in terms of what you can make the Bible say by just ripping things out and putting it all together in its own order. So here is this grand story of scripture. So it's using scripture verses. A man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, and the thorns grew up and choked that man. And he went on, and he didn't have any money, and he met the queen of Sheba. And she gave that man a thousand talents of gold and silver and a hundred changes of raiments. And when he was driving along under a big tree, his hair got caught in a limb and left him hanging there. And he hung there many days and many nights, and the ravens brought him food to eat and water to drink. And one night, 
while he was hanging there asleep, his wife, Delilah, came along and cut his hair off, and he dropped and fell on stony ground, and it began to rain, and it rained forty days and forty nights. And he hid himself in a cave, and the man went out into the highways and byways and compelled him to come in. He went on and came to Jerusalem, and he saw Queen Jezebel sitting high up in the window, and when she saw him, she laughed, and he said, Throw her down out of there, and they threw her down. And he said, throw her down again. And they threw her down 70 times, 70 times. And the fragments they picked up were 12 baskets full. Now, whose wife will she be in the days of judgment? (laughs) Isn't that just, that is hilarious. And also quite disturbing. (laughs) Here's the whole point. When you're studying the Bible, make sure that you look at the context. Don't just look at one verse outside of itself. Make sure you look at the material all around the particular verse. Now, what I like to do over these next couple of weeks is I want to walk through seven key different contexts that are really important to understand scripture. And so what I'm going to do is over these next three weeks, look at two of these every single week. And then on the last week, I'm going to look at three of them. But these seven different contexts have really helped me grasp the depth and the richness and the truth of God's word. Now, this is actually a great reason why reading the Bible through just over and over and over again actually really helps because it gives you the overarching context of all of scripture. It's actually one of the reasons I also love to do expositional studies or book studies, just walking through a book or a chapter just verse by verse by verse. And the reason is, is it forces me to stay in the context of a particular passage. Now, if you don't know where to start, I would encourage you to just jump in and start to read the Bible. Just again, we read for breadth, we study for depth. And if you like an idea, I would encourage you to consider the idea of starting with a small book in the New Testament, something like 1 John or Philippians or Colossians, and begin to do an in-depth study of that particular book. And if you want a great idea, my encouragement would be to read through that book multiple times and just begin to get it into your mind and then begin to walk through the book section by section, or even just taking paragraph by paragraph and just begin to ponder and pray over it and ask Jesus what it means. Do some keyword studies. And again, if you want some more help on how to study the Bible, I've got lots of great resources online and you can find all of those in one simple page by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash Bible. Well, again, I hope you'll join me over these next several weeks as we continue to talk about this really important thing that most people are forgetting in their Bible study and their reading, which is context. Well, again, this week, we're just casting a big picture or an overview of this idea of context. And next week, we're going to look at the first two major contexts for you to consider as you're doing Bible study. Well, thank you for listening to this particular episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 214 for episode 214. And until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.